Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Star Trek, the original series, season 3, episode 2, it is called The Enterprise Incident. So full spoilers for the episode, as always. Um, of course, we committed the last episode, Spock's Brain, knowing that that had a reputation, knowing that this season in general has a reputation for being the worst of the three, that there's more bad episodes than there are good. Uh, which does not make us excited for the rest of the season. However, I'm going to just open this by saying that episode two was pretty good. <laughs> I agree. I had. I thought it was really solid. Now, admittedly, this may be one of the higher points of the season, and it may mean we've got a nice big streak of shit after this, but I actually thought this was a pretty good episode. So I agree. Nice palate cleanser after the, the first one. Yep. Uh, so... You know, the episode opens and Kirk's acting kind of out of character. He's he's been, you know, and you know, and it's addressed like uh, McCoy's uh, medical log opens the episode. and He's like, you know, I've been asking Captain Kirk for you know to to address his behaviour and I want to give him a you know a, a scan, and but he's refusing. He's refusing to get checked out, and Kirk's making all these bizarre orders, and he's like, "Hey, Sulu, uh, change your vector to this." He's like, "But sir, that will take us into the the neutral zone." He's like. I know where it takes us, Mr. Sulu. Follow the order. And he's been really snappy. You know, kind of like when he's... In, in the past, he's been either ill or he's obsessed with something. Yeah. yeah so we've had this kind of thing before, so I'm like, okay. And as it, as the one thing I'll say, as it kept going on, I kind of knew there was going to be a twist. I'm like... It was going too far with it, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. I was like, okay, there's there's something going on here. This is all intended for some reason. Um, and of course, we find out later on, Spock's also in on it the whole time. Uh, of course he is and, and, trust Spock. and McCoy eventually gets brought in as well but uh, yeah so they go into the neutral zone and into Romulan territory and then you know so some nice continuity mythology bits here where oh it's Romulans but their their ships are very Klingon like they've got Klingon technology they've got cloaking tech and I'm like oh this is we're mm. you know, building some you know because obviously Klingons having this, the, the cloaking tech is a big part of like Star Trek mythology that we always think yeah. about and uh, they're surrounded, they're captured, and basically it's like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll have you, Kirk, uh, be my board, and we'll discuss your mistake of entering here. And he, and he lies, and you know, he says, oh, it was a malfunction, we didn't know where we were, uh, we ended up here by accident kind of thing. And the commander, uh, who's female, like, takes a liking to Spock. That's a big part of this episode, that yeah. she... Is like oh he's got pointy ears kind of like me oh. pretty pretty much yeah and that that's kind of a big part of the episode is that but they beam over those two Romulans are beaming back over sort of as collateral for them going over there and we kind of go for there and we get this big scene where Kirk is like telling him no it's a mistake you know malfunctioning he keeps like you know giving more lies and more reasons to why this is just an, an accident. And she's like, yeah, but if we accidentally stumbled into your territory, what would you do? Like, what would your yeah. procedure be? And she tries to, like, hey, you know, you're Vulcan, Spock. You you, 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 you do not lie. You do not believe in lying. You, you're this and then he, he pleads the fifth, essentially. Basically, he's like, yeah, I'm not lying, but withholding truth is not lying. And she's like, yeah, but there's a truth. There's something yeah, I don't know. Like, he, he gives, you know, I don't need to tell you something that's going to incriminate me. You yeah. Know, it's, like, I, it's not going to look good, so I'm just not going to tell you. But then eventually he kind of opens with it, uh, comes out with it, and he's like, oh yeah, Kirk's been acting delusional, he's, 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 he's given erratic orders, and like Kirk gets very angry as the Romulans drag him off and take him take him away. And it's a whole, whole, whole thing. Uh, and then he, after he's, you know, acting angry for a while, he starts acting catatonic, 
and they get the you know the, the beam McCoy across, and clearly uh, he actually tells McCoy the plan before like, other people come in because then McCoy's in on it and like take him back over because because Spock ends up like, attacking him and like giving him the pinch and then claims to the, the Romulans that that was the de- that was a death claw or something. Yeah, I, I, I don't think he does tell McCoy then though because McCoy says later that he d- he didn't know that he was alive till he beamed back over. I thought he said he, be- he didn't know until he beamed over to the Romulan ship. That's what I thought oh, he said. Okay, okay. I thought McCoy just kind of went along with it, like because I-, I thought the insinuation was he didn't know until he came back, and then yeah, but he's in the scene and he tells the Romulans he's dead. He checks yeah, him. But, uh, I-, I guess he-, he was dead just at a cursory glance. Because that's all he does. Uh... He's just oh, check the pulse. Yeah, all right, he's dead. One of us misheard the line of dialogue. It doesn't really yeah. matter which one did, because it doesn't no. really matter that much one way or the other. By this point, McCoy's in on it. Yeah, I, either he's in on it before this confrontation, or he's in on it after the confrontation. I think it's interesting that the confrontation plays the same either way, because one way, you know, Kirk's been acting like this for long enough that it's believable that McCoy goes, yeah, all right, it's well, possible. Yeah, because the whole thing, of course, is that this is meant to, in case something goes wrong, Starfleet doesn't want to be incriminated. But so the whole idea is that Kirk acts erratic so that it can be blamed on him as being like a, a rogue captain who's not following orders. Therefore, not starting a war. Should should this Which go? The Romulans go along with. They go, all right, fine. It's your captain. You follow orders. Yep. So we're not going to blame you guys. You, you'll you'll be escorted to safety. Yep. 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 And yeah. Oh, I think what's interesting in that scene though, I do kind of like. Uh, when the commander implies that Spock's with the Romulans now, uh, McCoy just says, ah, "Nah, Spock, Spock's too loyal for that. He'd never do that." Like he's, you know, he says that or something to that effect in the scene. I thought, oh, that's, that's a nice bit again, character building. The, the, you know, the, it feels like yeah, over the course of the seasons, like we've really they've got a history now, and he wouldn't believe Spock would do this, and he hasn't. Of course, he hasn't. Whether or not he's saying that because he's just going along with it, the plan, or he's saying that because he believes that at the moment. Uh, but either works. Either it, works. It, it's, it's a real nice scene. So, so yeah. So then, then the whole thing. So he beams Kirk back over, and then, then Kirk gets a makeup job, and Kirk has the Romulan pointy ears and the eyebrows going up, and it is surreal. It is so bizarre because you know this whole show he's been Kirk and Spock, Spock, and now, yeah, Kirk's yeah. got the same makeup as Spock usually does. <laughs> yeah, it was strange. I mean, it's it's not the only bit of role reversal in this episode because obviously Spock's the one doing the seducing. Yeah, which was really cracking me up because I, I, before we got the reveal that there was a plan and it was under Starfleet orders and this was all a ruse, I was actually, because like I said earlier on, it was kind of clear there was going to be a twist like that at some point. Mm. Like it just felt too, 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 too straightforward and... Um, the, the, way, the way Spock especially gave out the information felt too easy. It was like, oh... Yeah. This was the plan. He was he's making them think he's he's going along with them. He he's he's getting you know, maybe it's not that they're trying to steal a cloaking tech or maybe it's not like a Starfleet order, but for whatever reason the plan involves Spock getting in close with the with the Romulans. But I was kinda laughing that you know, cause she ends up taking him back to you know their quarters and she's like, Oh, let me like, you know, become less of a soldier and more of a woman and she comes out in a dress and mm-hmm. they're sitting and all I could think was Man, Spock's like properly seducing her here. He's pro- properly yeah. playing her along, and he's full on just playing the Kirk for the episode. He is, yeah. I mean, in a Spock fashion, but he's doing it. He's, it's, it's in his way, but he's taking that role upon himself. Yeah. Uh, so that actually makes it very fun. Mm. Like you say, role reversal. They're, they're both doing the opposite thing. Uh, other fun stuff as well is uh, 
no one in the crew knows that Kirk is because everyone thinks Kirk is dead on the Enterprise. Yes. And McCoy needs Scotty in on the the, the job because they need because they need to get the uniform from the the, the, the Romulans have got captured in the brig. Yeah. And McCoy calls up to the bridge like, "Hey, Scotty, come down to the come down to the uh, you know the med bay." He's like, "Damn it, da, da, damn it, McCoy! I'm up here. I'm I've, I'm running the ship. The captain's not here. The captain's dead. I'm I'm you know." Oh, yeah, I can't leave the shit the bridge in time like this. Yeah, this is important. He's like. Look, Scotty, just come, right? It's, it's important, really. It's like, well, it better be. And he comes down, and the door opens, and he walks in, and he sees Kirk, and he just has this, like, smile. He's like, Captain, you look k- kind of funny, but I'm happy to see you. Yeah. <laughs> he's got this weird thing where he's kind of shocked, but he's too, he's too happy that he's alive the entire time, that he's just kind of, like, going along with it. And he's like, mm-hmm. I'll, need, I'll need a uniform, Scotty. Go get one out of the, the, the guys at the brig. And he's like, uh, be a pleasure, sir. As he walks out, he's just happy to have his captain back. It's just the whole thing was kind of amusing to me. It I don't is, know. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, so yeah, so that's the whole thing. So the the, the the plan is to steal the mimic beacon, t- or not the mimic beacon. Sorry, Loking. I'm just laughing because that's something in XCOM. <laughs> I, I do. I do. You got it on the bloody brain. Apparently, I do. Yeah, the cloaking tech because they've got this fancy cloaking tech. They can't do anything about it, so they need to get it so they can, you know. Not just so they can use it, but so they can analyze it and figure out a way of like combating it and making sure they can track them in some way. Because it's made very clear in this episode that they have no way of doing it. Even the other Romulans can't, you know, counteract it when once they use it in the Enterprise at the end. So they're stealing it, and uh, that's the whole plan. So they, so Spock's kind of distracting the commander whilst Kirk's sneaking around, dressed as a Romulan, and you know, planting things in places and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and then, but eventually. Like they detect like Spock's been in contact with the with the ship and like oh there's, there's been a broadcast signal from this room it's the alien and they realise Spock's been up to no good and she's like the cloaking tech that's what they're here for and then you know it becomes a bit of an you know action as they're all rushing to try, chase, and, yeah. try and stop everything and, and whatnot they beam back over and it's like okay we have to again it's a ticking time bomb the the Romulan ship's coming in. The commander's beamed across with uh, Spock, actually. She grabbed him, you know. Uh, yeah, Kirk tries to use her as collateral. It's like, hey, don't shoot us. We got your captain, commander. And it's like, and she's, she's like, nah, just shoot him anyway. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I'm not to die for us. Just shoot us. So she, yeah. She's, her vendetta and wanting them not to get get it is, it outweighs her yeah, wanting yeah. to she's live. She's like, nah, I'm not worth it. Just kill him. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they get the, the, the tech on and they, they, they're off to go. Uh, but there is a really sweet moment, actually, with uh, the commander and Spock afterwards. Because obviously throughout the episode there was a lot of scenes with them essentially flirting, as, as, as flirty as Spock can be. Yeah. Right? Um, and, you know, it, again, it was very different for Spock, so it really played against his, his character a little bit and it was, was very fun because of that. But at the end, they're in the elevator and he's, he's taking her down to the brig because now she's going to be, uh, you know, a war prisoner, essentially, or whatever. You know, she's, yeah. uh, at least for a while. And she even mentions, well, yeah, okay, right, so you've got the technology, but th- this stuff never stays secret for long. Like, eventually, everyone's going to have this tech. And he's like, yeah, but it's, you know, we, we've got it now. We've, we've got that process moving. Uh, but there's kind of a sweet moment where they kind of acknowledge that, hey, just because I was doing a mission, like, it doesn't mean all the feelings and all the, the chemistry was a lie. Or that you know the temptation because she because she was like oh you should you should be a captain you should be a ruler you're you're a great Vulcan you should be with us you know change all this like you're with Starfleet but the the, the universe is much bigger than that you know you got yeah. Klingons you got your Romulans you got everyone else 
you you could be a part of all these different sectors, like, and you could be important there. Um, is it is it logical to stay with the humans when you know that's maybe not the place we're going to flourish the most? And mm. uh, but yeah, it's, it's kind of a thing where uh, he's like, you know, there there was genuine feelings there to an extent, well, but he's and even on top of that, there's a respect between her and Kirk as well. Like at the end, where she's like, all right, well, I guess I'm a prisoner now. You you kind of won this one, mm. and you know she's like, oh, I'll, I'll guess I'll just go down to the brig. And he makes the point, you know, going, oh, take it to quarters, you know, like, even though, you know, they both know they mean the brig, it's a very, you know, comfortable way of putting it, isn't it? It's like, all right, it's fine. We're not going to mistreat you. You can go and sit in a room. Yeah, it's more more of a room in the guard outside than it is an actual cell, if you will. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because that's the thing, even earlier on in the episode, when the when the Romulans have got Kirk and they're not, they're just blaming him. They're not blaming everyone else. So they're going to arrest Kirk. Everyone else are going to drop off at a station. They're like, okay, we'll take you to a station. Yeah, they, they go, right, bring the Enterprise to the station. We'll transport you all home. The ship's ours. That's obviously, you know, that's yeah, how this goes. But, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you're all safe to go. We're not going to, they're, they're pretty, pretty reasonable. Yeah, well, we'll contact Starfleet and they'll send for you or whatever. And... Like, like all, all credits to you, they're quite reasonable because obviously, Kirk did break the treaty, you know, like, you know, he's the one that did, they're well within Which their rights to just I blow them all up. Is worth some conversation. Starfleet are being a bit sneaky here. Well, that is how things go in a war, even even a cold war. Well, that's, that is a cold war, yeah. That's why the neutral zone is basically the, the, exactly. the Iron Curtain, essentially. I mean, if yeah. you, you, you know, compare it to real life things here. Um, which is. is, is but it's interesting that they're being sticky here. But it is, it is a lot like. I mean, you could argue that it just feels a little bit against Starfleet's like ideals to be doing this. You could, you could. I think the point is again, it's like the idea of sometimes you've got to do even the, the dirtier things, especially when it's a situation where no one's really actually getting hurt, or no one's supposed to be getting hurt directly. They're not going in and you know blowing people up and bombing everything. Hmm. They're just going for the secrets, essentially. Yeah, they're making sure they're on a level playing field, especially since this is not just for the Romulans, this is also for the Klingons, because it's Klingon tech. Yeah. So the Klingons have got it as well. So, you know, they're just doing this. Thing. And that was the other thing I liked about it as well. I think a lot of the big staples of Star Trek, the the, the, the IDs that keep coming back, things like Klingons, Romulans, Vulcan, um, the Neutral Zone, all, all this stuff, like... I feel like most of the episodes that have dealt with these ideas have typically felt like they are important in the first place. Like, you know, because I, I think it would be very easy to go back to the original show, and obviously we've heard of Klingons for years, and we've heard of Romulans for years. It'd be very easy for the, the, the original episodes to just feel like they're kind of worthless. Oh, that was the one cool idea in the episode. The rest of the episode is actually kind of forgettable, but it introduced the Romulans. And that's not true. Like, No, that's... it's more a case of those things came back because they were in a really solid episode that did interesting things with it, that set up an idea. Especially the Romulans. I think the Klingons are a bit more... Yeah, a bit more flexible. Yeah. Their first episode, I mean, I think they were mentioned before and we had the idea of the Klingons. I think that's maybe why they they endured a bit is because it was the idea of the Klingon, almost as if they were a boogeyman in in space. Once we actually got them, the episode was okay, but it wasn't the greatest episode in season one. Whereas that first Romulan episode, when it was like the the, the submarine combat... That was a really good episode. That was a great episode. So... Uh, and then this one was a pretty solid follow-up to that. Not 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 as good, but no, yeah. no, it's it's a really good episode, definitely. So uh, something I really noticed as well is the actual camera movement in the space section. Like usually mm. when the you know when we're doing the exterior shots of the ship, the the camera's just static and the ship just moves across the screen. 
We actually had the camera pan across in like the chase sequences in this. I thought it, it had a real sense of momentum. Hmm. Uh, obviously, you're just talking about this show specifically. Obviously, the later shows all have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was in just for yeah. this show. Like, obviously, it felt like a step up. Before, as much as season three obviously has its faults, this felt like something that got improved with the third season compared to yeah. before. I think I have some new music as well because obviously, yeah. basically for the, the the Star Trek, they basically recorded a bit of new music for like the start of season two. So there was a bit of new things, but again, much like the rest of the cues that are still getting used, they're just you know reusing the same cues all season. Yeah. I noticed in these first couple of episodes there was maybe a couple of new little bits that you know weren't there yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, caught a few, and I'm sure we'll get sick of them by the end. Perhaps, <laughs> but. Honestly, if anything, it's kind of the opposite. Where I'm like, I'm not sick of the the, the new ones. I'm just kind of like, oh, that doesn't feel right. Give me the old one back. They would have played at yeah, this moment. Yeah, yeah, we're not used one. to them yet. Yeah, because in season one there was like you know the, the three or four cues that I were used to playing depended on the emotion of the scene, and it's kind of weird to me. Even even. Like, into late season two when it'd play one of the season two cues that weren't in season one i'd be like nah you'd been better with the season one cue for this moment <laughs> I, I think the problem is you get so used to them that you just like them now yeah yeah also so i noticed so far this season yeah there's a lot of sulu and Chekhov together yeah well i, I think yeah because obviously sulu uh takai was busy yeah. doing something for a lot of the season uh whereas now we've actually got the whole crew together it, um, it just seems strange. I know. I think we had it a couple of times towards the end of season two. Yeah, but... just a few. But I think what's interesting about it is that the only season where presumably all the, the main members we think of as the Star Trek crew of the original series are together in the same episodes of uh, season three. Like, since season one, like, there'd be, like, you know, episodes where, you know, all, all, half of them are missing, you know, and then season two, Sulu was missing for a lot of it. Uh, but it was typically Sulu or Chekhov. Like, there wasn't... Yeah, Sulu, Chekhov, and then Uhura... Kind of in and out. It's typically there in the you know behind Kirk at least. Uh, uh, Scotty's essentially the fourth main one, so he was he's typically around. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a reason he's always the the acting captain. Yeah, when yeah when Spock and Kirk are off the off, off the doing ship. shenanigans. Yeah, um, yeah, and obviously every time I mention it, I just have to make one dig at the fact that the captain always goes on the missions. <laughs> Not, 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 not some you know like, like, look, are there for that. Kirk likes his shenanigans. He does, but no, I think the reason why it's funny though is because it's not just Kirk though; it's every captain in Star Trek. It is, it is. You know, it's not like They're... Picard is not going to be going on the things. Maybe not as They're... much as Kirk. I don't know. We'll find out when we get an extra. They, they but... all want a chance to prove how good they are at seducing. <laughs> Is there a lot of Picard seducing in next gen? I don't think. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know, but you know. If anything, I thought Raker would be the one uh, putting the moves probably, on. Probably, probably. I'm just, I'm just saying, they, 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 they might not always be good at it, if, but they if, want a chance just to show. Look, I can, I can get in on this. If I recall correctly, uh, Jonathan Frakes did, did a Playgirl issue at one point. Maybe that's trivia that I'm remembering about someone else, but I feel like that was him. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, maybe. I, 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 I'm not. Sure. I've never heard that before, but it doesn't mean it's not true. Um, but right, are we done then? Is that, is that uh, the I, think, I think we are. Um, I think we. I think we covered everything. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was a pretty solid episode. Uh, it was nice to come back to a big, you know, main part of the Star Trek mythology. It felt like it was doing some fun stuff with the characters. Um, yeah, it is a little bittersweet that this feels like this might be the high point of the season. Um, I think there's another few few episodes uh, that may because I don't think it's necessarily that the whole season's bad. It's just that the concentration of bad to good yeah. is a lot higher uh, this season. So I would maybe expect we're going to have a few in a row now of rough. Mm. 
but uh, maybe it was worth it. Maybe it was worth it. I just hope the good ones. Are, I hope they're just evenly dispersed so that it's not like yeah, a, uh, a streak of like ten bad episodes now. Uh, if if we get like three in a row of good ones here, I'm gonna be worried. Well, yeah, because we know that the, the, the general reception of the season is typically always oh, easily the worst one. And if that's the case after three episodes that are good in a row, then I'm going to worry about how many bad in a row we're getting after yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, this uh, might be the, the, the one time ever where we're like, please don't be a good episode next. Yeah, because we want them to be evenly dispersed, yeah. But we'll find out next week. So that is the Enterprise incident. So by all means, uh, let us know what you think of this one in the comments like subscribe all that stuff get us on the twitters at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates if you want to support the show on the channel head over to patreon.com slash tv you can do that over there there's a link in the description uh, but otherwise that is us so thank you once again we all appreciate it keep watching tv guys we'll see you next time <laughs>